everybody, welcome to the Nothing Fancy Podcast. My name is Oscar, and this week I'm bringing you a nice conversation with my good buddy, Gino DeLeo. Uh, Gino and I met in college. We both acted in a play together. Uh, I moved on to be more on the technical side. He stayed on to be an actor, and he's a damn good one. Um, at the beginning of his conversation, well, actually we recorded his conversation at the beginning of the George Floyd protests and riots. We sound a little defeated maybe a little pessimistic. I know I do for sure because we didn't think anything would happen. We thought it might just be surface level changes as the way maybe some people think and not systemic changes like we're seeing now. So we're very, very happy about all the changes that are happening, like the arrests of the officers who killed George Floyd. With that noted, check the description, check the show notes. Uh, there's going to be links forever and always about how you can help the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I think it's still important that we keep talking about it. It's still important to keep that in mind. It's not a fad. It's something that we need to constantly work on to change here in, you know, in the world, not just America. Other than that, Gino and I talk about Black Lives Matter. We also talk about theater, what it's like being an actor and collaborating with other people. And we even throw in a little sci-fi talk at the end of it all. So without further ado, let's get right into the chat. Enjoy. All right, I'm here. What's up, man? <laughs> How you doing, man? Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> if I'm I'm unfortunately paying attention to current events. Yeah, yeah, it's some, so it's some it's, shit happening out there, man. Like, I really want to. I feel like I want to go out and rage with them. <laughs> no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But at the same time. There's also a fucking pandemic going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm so concerned for these poor fucking people because there, there's gonna be a fucking second wave at this. Point. But it's just it, it does it just feels like it never ends in in general. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get you. It's, it's now that it's introduced into the general population, it's with us until we can vaccinate ourselves. Right, and that's not even until maybe next. At, at the best hopes in January. You know? Yeah. That's the, that's the, and, and then some. Right. So you have to also count distribution and shit. Exactly. It's, it's fucking um, wild. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I mean, it, it, pandemics happen. Yeah. It, pandemics are always going to happen. You know, we had the, the, the Spanish flu and, and uh, polio and shit like that. But like, the reason why it's so like baffling to some people is because they they live in a in a post vaccine society. There's nothing right now that you can get a vaccination for, right? You know, or you can't like our 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 healthcare hypothetically is is caught up to whatever's going on until. Right coronavirus where it's completely right and and vaccines mute i mean vaccines uh, um diseases yeah 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 of course pandemics are natural Mm -hmm. but what you can control is how how we respond to it right i mean but when you have the head of state not knowing rather to rather than responding quickly to covid much more quickly responds to twitter censoring his fucking tweets Exactly. And it's like, really, exactly. that's what's fucking important. The fact that they put 
uh, uh, just a fucking title, a subtitle on it saying, hey, get your facts right, maybe. Don't listen to this completely. You know, it's not, yeah. saying, it's not saying your opinion doesn't matter like you, you think it is. Like, your opinion doesn't matter, you fucking sausage. Um, but, <laughs> but like, I, why is that? Why does that take a quicker response than helping, you know, American citizens, the people you are supposed to be protecting, you know, saving their yeah. lives? Or even, did you see the tweet uh, like yesterday or two nights ago? Or I think it was yesterday. Uh, if, the, if the riot, uh, if the looting starts, so does the shooting or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, those are American lives. Yeah. <laughs> what well, are you that's, saying, dude? That's that's the problem is that a lot of people his age in, in his age bracket say the same thing. But how does that make like my sense? Father, yeah. Like my father is, would probably be one of the first people to be like, oh, if they, if they yada, 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 just shoot them on site <laughs> because it's a, it's, it's but like a lot of it has to do with blast. These people are unarmed, right? So that is when you decide to take fucking uh, arms against these people. But when there's a fucking AR-15 hanging out at a, at a government building, you're completely okay with that. You're, exactly. you, you don't want to arrest those people because they're going to fucking shoot you back. Well, so then you're a little bitch. You're shooting defenseless people rather than someone who obviously want is prepared to hurt you. These, oh, these, these, these rioters are, are angry and tearing shit apart because they... What else uh, can they do? I don't know, man. Because it's they, just, they kneeled. They kneeled and fucking... Right. They'd rather a white them. man kneel than a black man kneel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but even still, like, like it, it just goes to show you that we're turning a corner in in our culture and our society. I, 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 I still... like The pessimistic in me just says... This isn't going to do anything. This isn't going to oh, change no. I, a damn fucking thing. My mom thing. agrees. My mom is one of those people who agrees, and I, 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 I'm, I'm almost resigned to agree with you as well. But at the same time, I, mean, I hope it's not the that what that's not what happens. I hope some change happens, or at least I hope these motherfuckers uh, get arrested and get charged for murder. But. I don't think that's going to happen either. I don't think the simplest uh, solution right now is going to it's going to happen. Well, but, no, I think there's going to be there's going to be like some kind of symbolic compromise that the the guy's going to go to jail or something or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but but uh, that's that, on the surface level things are probably going to change. Right. But but if you really want things to change, you have to you have to dig the whole white supremacist tree out by the roots and the tree's been planted in the ground for about 400 years <laughs> yeah and it's been being watered by by black and brown bodies and and black and free slave labor prison labor um this country is built on on struggle i watched the the video of george floyd and i mm -hmm. cried i was because I, I, I i couldn't I was like, how is this possible? You know, how is it for nine minutes? This guy had a knee to the man's neck after the guy wasn't <laughs> resisting. He was just yeah, like, yeah. dude, just pin him down with your fucking do it with your body. Lay down mm -hmm. on top of him. Like, why do you have to have a knee to someone's neck? Which I, he wouldn't have done it to a white person. That's it's mm -hmm. for damn fucking sure. He wouldn't have done it to a white person. It's just, mm -hmm. oh, 
Yeah. Uh, on a on a lighter note, <laughs> I saw your acting again in uh, in one of Clovis's uh, play things. Yes. Yeah. 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 How was that? What was that process like? What is the play? Okay, so Clovis was explaining it to me, um, and I, I don't want to. You know, I don't know how much he wants me to talk about in general, but there's what we did was like a like a one act thing, um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the complete play. Honestly, I I quite enjoyed it. I um, it was it was very minimal involvement, which I'm totally okay with right now because <laughs> honestly, like it's it's it, you're doing nothing and everything at the same time right now. It's it's. Nothing is going on, but outside everything is going on. So mm. it's just it's it, there's it, it it's like being in a submarine with fucking like house windows, you know, <laughs> and you're at the very bottom of the ocean. It just feels like like the water is just gonna come crashing in at any minute. So so I'm <laughs> I'm glad that we're doing like, you know, like video calls and stuff like that, where you can still maintain a sense of comfort and not have to like go out into the outside world and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I wasn't, um, I, I wasn't as involved in it as, um, like D or, or Rebecca and stuff like that. Uh, they 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 had most of the dialogue, so it, it's it's fun because um, for the most part, you know the the you're you're supposed to be experiencing what's going on on screen as a as an audience member. Mm-hmm. So you're not supposed to see like three other heads in the chat room uh, when when there's a scene between like two or so people. So he was like, "All right, well, you know, just just mute yourselves and and turn off your mics until you're ready." It's 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 remembering your cues, but like pressing a button. I, I feel like I can I can operate like a um, like a fly system now, <laughs> having been in a, having been in a, in a Zoom thing, you know. <laughs> All right, next time I see you, I'm gonna I'm, I'm putting you on the light board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just, no, it's, just go. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. That's good. But what was the play about? I didn't see it. I I caught it. I caught the post late, so I I wasn't yeah. even. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the one act? Okay, so it was about. It's called the beach, and it's about these two uh, young brothers who have a really um, tumultuous relationship with their family. Mm-hmm. Um, the mother left to elope with this dude and the father is like this really hardball pit bull kind of uh i think he's a he's a defense attorney and i'm gonna see how much i remember because i wrote everything important down on like a google drive when he and i were talking about it Mm. so i'm gonna quiz myself did clovis just write this for like during, no, during no, lockdown, he, or he wrote this before. No, no, he's been working on it since like 2016, I want to say, mm. or maybe 2014. But um, he spends a lot of time on his shit. And as someone, I've written like, you know, not as much as Clovis, but I've written like a couple short stories, and mm. I would like I. I understand it completely because if I see one thing wrong with it, I'm gonna fucking re-edit the whole thing. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine how someone like like who's who's like an English major who like partakes in playwriting like Clovis would be like if in his editing process. I can imagine he's like fucking he loves Stephen King, so I can imagine he's just Jack from the fucking <laughs> the shine just click clacking away and then going back to <laughs> you've been in there for like a week now. <laughs> and he's oh. only been writing one sentence. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's, that's, that's how you do it, man. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I, I've, I've started so many screenplays and I've never finished one. Uh, exactly. So, so hard. There's that. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Cause that, that's, that's kind of, that's, that's how it works. Yeah. You know, you have this, like, if, like this, this amorphous ball of, of, of an idea and you like roll it down the uh, thing, you know. And, and I mean, you know, it's it's like uh, molding clay. Yeah, almost, yeah. You keep trying to make it as yeah. this nice little vase, and then instead you keep making a bowl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Or you don't know how to fill this end in, and and all this other shit. And it's like, yeah, no, definitely. I I love. I enjoy writing, but I haven't done it in a long ass time. So you helped. You helped him writing this one or, or like editing and looking at this one or oh no 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 um he was just talking just, to you about it and getting you on the project yeah yeah gotcha. every every project i'm a part of he brings uh his his process is very uh hands-on and personal um do, do you like that real, as an actor I, oh yeah i love it specificity is key as an actor mm-hmm. So you want to be as specific as possible. And especially if the playwrights in the room, that's even better because that's the playwright kind of has the most cohesive idea of how they want the story to go. Right. And that's, that's given to the direct. It's, you know, it's all about collaboration, of course, but the playwright has the idea. Does Clovis always, uh, uh, does he always write and direct, or is he? Does he give the reins of directing to someone else? Usually, um, I've never, I've never works. met Clovis. Just so you know, uh, oh, I, just, yeah, no, I know no. he's a playwright he's... that graduated from QC, uh, but I've never met the man. So, oh, he's great. He's he's a great um, playwright, and he gives a lot of opportunities to like Queens College people, mm-hmm. um, which is great. But is he always um, and... a writer director, or does he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it depends on how big the project is. You know, um, he usually co-directs with another guy. Mm. Um, I fucking love him. By the way, he's so cool. <laughs> Shout out to Keenan. I love you, Keenan. There you go, Keenan. If you listen, to yeah, this. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I love that guy. He's great. Um, okay, now that you- he's gone. Fuck you! No, <laughs> um, <laughs> he was only listening for the shadow. Hey, Keenan, you're an asshole. Yeah, you're yeah, a piece yeah, of yeah. shit, dude. <laughs> I don't mean it. No, sorry. Keenan's, Keenan's the man. Uh, well, how did you feel when? Because you and I were in uh, Last Days of Judas. Uh, mm. Scary. And when and Stephen Adley Gurk is is the writer. How did you feel when he was in the audience for our? Was it the last show? I think it was the last show. Yeah, yeah, it was sobering, man. It yeah. was it was really cool because there's always like the 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 kind of did I do it right thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know that's that's 
that's the 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 impetus of how I self improve. <laughs> that's it, I, I've never done it for self improvement. I've always done it for like okay, if I do it this good, maybe people won't be mad at me. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I was shit scared, dude. I I remember that I I uh, I like cut out a few lines from from the bailiff that nobody noticed. Not even I noticed that I had done that. Mm-hmm. And then when when uh, Lee told us that he was going to be there, I was like, oh, shit, I need to remember every single line to the uh-huh. team. And it was freaking me out. But it was still a great show. Um, oh, yeah. I had so much fun doing that show. No, that was one of the most positive experiences I've ever had in in theater. And I mean, one that's not saying much because most of my work is from is college stuff. Mm-hmm. And also like... I, I've only worked with like the same pool of about 30 people. Um, but that was like lightning in a bottle, that show. That's that's one of those shows that like you just aspire to 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 emulate in terms of like work ethic and and in terms of like ca- like chemistry and shit like that. Yeah. I, I I I I always have fond memories of of working with my casts. When I was working on Gloria, the the work my the director says that you know it, we've done the work already. The work is there. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sounds so much like it, it sounds so weird and ephemeral when you say it like that. But like in the context of the show, the emotional journey of the character is is um it takes precedent through the work right you know it's like the track you know building the track we built the track and then the 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 i'm sorry i i haven't spoken in after terms in fucking forever dude (laughs) so it's like take your time So like through all the all the, the the rehearsal and all the line work we've done and and talking about what we want from the scene, that was like building the track. And then we also kind of got to just ride on the roller coaster. Right. Like it's not like you put in the work, you know, you learn, you memorize the lines, you memorize the blocking, you, you know, you, you figure out what the character wants in the moment. But it, it doesn't all come together until you just feel it until you just emotionally can just just do it without having until to think about all that work until just, you relax right right it's it, it all just you have to just naturally kind of kind of come by it and then just make uh-huh. just let it happen you know because uh-huh. you've done like 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 your like your director said it you've done the work at this point just just feel it and make it and just just do it yeah you know? and the most important part is not depending on that emotional roller coaster is to also always be present. Mm. And that's, that's kind of the thing that, that really quote unquote separates the men from the boys in a <laughs> sense, in that, you know, good rehearse, like good shows, you can ride that emotional roller coaster. And to the audience member, it's still a good show because the, 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 the basic framework is there to make a good show. Right. Right. But when you're present and when you're still paying attention and, and listening actively 
is the most important part. When you're listen, when you're actively listening to each other as the as as you as the character, you kind of transcend that good and you go into great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not something you can you can replicate. Uh, so talk about like really good shows that we were on. Uh, what's the worst show you were on? The worst show I was on. Um, I don't really have any quote unquote worst shows. Um, I, I know that sounds like a cop out answer, but it's, <laughs> it's true because I mean, like I said, I was, I was working in, in college for most of my, for, for the quote unquote breadth of my career. <laughs> um, and everyone at, at, at all levels was still learning about shit. So things were going to get salty. Things were going to go wrong. Um, I mean, I can tell you in the professional world, that still happens. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. You know, and even on, even on my side of, of, of things, it, it oh, still yeah. gets like that. You have designers oh. who get really salty and really... <laughs> Uh, their ego just gets to their head and you're just like, dude, calm the fuck down. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Cause there's a, there was a lot of headbutting with, with like making things happen in, in, in certain shows. Um, but even still, like even, even with all of that, um, it, my mindset is that you kind of just, that's, that's kind of just comes with the territory. Mm. You know, as a lawyer, you kind of have to pour through like pages and pages of legal documents. And as an actor, you you kind of have to be in the room when when things don't work out properly right. um, as, as, as from a collaborative perspective. And so, you know, I've never been on any like nightmare things um, like where I've ever felt like I was I was the worst situation is when you feel like you're out of place mm. and you don't really know what you're doing or how to do it competently. I've, I've felt like that at Starbucks when I worked at Starbucks. Like um, you were just never there, felt, didn't know what, what was happening. At yeah. Like I just kind of like, like I felt like I was just like a little like capuchin spider monkey, whatever the <laughs> fuck. And I guess Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or just like everyone else is a human. And I'm just like there trying to open fucking <laughs> like I got into the, the coffee cabinet. <laughs> and I'm just trying to open the bags, <laughs> beating it against the thing while there's like a line of people like waiting for their coffee. That's what I felt like. Oh, but like I was, but like, Think of that, but like you have anxiety. Right. So your throat always dry. Your legs feel like fucking butter. Yeah. Like melted room temperature butter. Yep. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's the worst it's felt for me. And I've never, I've never felt that on stage yet. Um, and that's the best part. That's, that's really how you kind of know you enjoy doing it. Is, mm-hmm. is when you don't feel like you're out of place. Because um, it's different. I, I guess it's different as an actor. No, I think I, I think that translates to anything you do. You know, if you feel comfortable mm-hmm. doing it and you enjoy doing it, then that's that's what you're meant to be doing at the moment. 
You know, yeah. I, I love I love my job. I, I think I'm I'm I, like you just said. I, I think I'm meant to be where I am. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel out of place. I mean, I am the youngest person uh, on my staff, but I still I still don't feel like. I don't deserve to be there. Like I know I yeah. can be there. I know I, I know these people are smarter than I am, have a years more experience, obviously, because I'm, you know, four, three, four years out of college. But, of course. But I know what I'm doing. I'm really good at what I do. So I'm definitely supposed to be in that moment. So if mm-hmm. you're an actor and you feel like once you're on stage, you know, in front of an audience under the fucking hot lights and you feel like this, this feels right. This feels good. I don't feel out of place, then that's that's what you're meant to be doing. 100%. Yeah. Hey, everyone. I hope you're enjoying my chat with Gino. We actually ended up talking for close to 90 minutes, and this is only a small sapping, sampling of what our conversation was actually like. I'm just popping in here really quickly to talk about a sponsor we have for this week's podcast. Uh, this week, we've got Strong Coffee Company. Uh, and they've got a really good offer for you guys. Uh, Strong Coffee Company is a brand for people who aspire to reach their potential. Uh, at Strong Coffee, they believe in coffee and about getting shit done. That's why they've created the world's premier on-the-go coffee drink mix, revolutionizing the coffee and supplement game. Strong Coffee brings you that specialty coffee experience to consumers in a healthy, done-for-you pre-mixed powder. That includes instant organic coffee, grass-fed collagen protein, and MCT oil powder to fuel your mind and body for hours so you can spend more time and energy on the important things in life. No brewing, no blending, no bullshit. And this week, for your first order, just go to strongcoffeecompany.com and use code word nothing fancy for 15% off your first order. So go to strongcoffeecompany.com, check out their products, check out their coffee, check out their mugs. I really like the wake the fuck up mug. That's a favorite of mine. And use code nothing fancy at checkout for 15% off your order. And another quick reminder to follow us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at nothing fancy pod. Of course, you can always email us at nothing fancy pod at gmail.com. We're on almost all your favorite podcast players. If there's one I'm missing, please let me know. I will get on that. Leave us a quick review wherever you're listening. Share it if you can or if you want. That's really, really, really great for us. And I really, really, really appreciate it. Check out Black Pedal Theater. It's the theater company that Gino has worked with for years now. Uh, they're on Instagram and Facebook. They're a community-based theater company. Uh, they put out really, really great shows. Check them out for sure. And while you're down in the show notes, checking out all the other links, make sure to check out that Black Lives Matter link. See how you can support, even if it's in the slightest bit, even if you're only signing a petition a day, you've helped a little bit. Thank you again for listening. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I really enjoy doing this during the week. It's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, That's all I have for the break this week. Let's get back to our talk with Gino. Remember to be kind, stay safe, love each other, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you guys next time. So is there a role that or a a character that you would love to play or a show that you would love to be in a production of? Oh, all of them. (laughs) All of them. Everything (laughs) I see... Um, I'm, I'm always like in the audience and I'm like, Ooh, Oh, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. I like that. I would love to do like, I would love to, to be given that same set of circumstances and, and you know, how would I do it? Um, I love, I love thinking about stuff like that. So is is there a type of character that you love playing the most? 
Um, well, I've never played the bad guy. I would love to play antagonists. What do you mean you never played um, the bad guy? You, you, the, you were the shit lawyer on uh, in Judas. Oh, well, yeah, of course. But like, <laughs> there's a difference between playing a character like that and playing like Magneto. Okay, that's that's where, fair. That's fair. Like, I would love to do something like that. That has like a, now, a, a Ian, sense of- Ian McClellan. Uh, Magneto or Michael Fassbender, Magneto. There's a difference. Oh, Ian Kellen, Magneto, one hundred percent. Yeah, there's a difference. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. The there's fact- there's that there's that like Shakespearean gravitas that oh, he carries yeah, to all of his roles. There's a there's a Lord of the Rings reunion. I think it's happening today, actually, uh, on YouTube. That's gonna come out. Uh, and it, it, it he's gonna be on it, and it was like so epic. The ad for it is so epic. I'll send you a link. Uh, uh, yes, it, please. It was it was fantastic. Um, I, I love him so much. And that's 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 another like good kind of. I don't want to say that there's really any silver lining to this shit. Um, well, I mean, yeah, there, I mean, there, there no, are silver, some lining silver linings. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, but I, I I just I was just talking to someone and. Uh, you know, this whole fucking thing has been super depressive and super sad and super annoying. Uh, yeah. But there are silver linings to everything we're doing. You know, uh, yeah. you can still do creative projects. You know, it's not that that hasn't oh, yeah. gone away. It's just it, it's just a different way to do it. You know, uh, we're all some people are learning new skills and that's great. Some people are taking this time to just do nothing. And that's fine, too. You know, there's there's a there's a silver lining to it all. Even, even if it's a shitty ass fucking time. Yeah. So are you, do you have anything else uh, coming up with Clovis or are you doing anything else even like acting wise through zoom? Well, they really liked how um, like the zoom session felt. So I will definitely see what else is going on. I'm pretty sure he's got more stuff planned. Um, so definitely check them out. Black Pedal Theater on Facebook. Hang on, let me let me actually. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't me typing. That was just my Foley guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My Foley guy. I don't even um, have a Foley guy. You want to recommend him? Because I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His name is um his his name is Michael. Mm-hmm. Winslow. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit him up so, as soon as we're done. <laughs> yeah. Black Pedal Theater Group. Uh, they're on Facebook. Uh, they're on Instagram. Check them out. They, they're fucking fantastic. I, I love working with them. And, and they're not like a huge uh, theater community. And that's the most important part is that like, you know, it's, it's especially now, it, it, it's important to to focus on like, you know, the upcomers all the time, you know? Yeah, for sure. Community. It's Always important to community stuff, you know, the small, you know, the small, the small man also, also needs to, to work. And then the small, the small theaters also create very good, uh, you know, shows just, they're yeah. always just more creative because was, what's that saying that, uh, art, uh, comes out of restricted rules or something like that. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, the I know more restrict your rules are, the more artistic you can be because you have those restrictions and you have to creatively work with those things. I, I butchered the fucking saying, but you get what I'm saying. Right. Of course. <laughs> it's the Robocop effect. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is the no. Robocop effect? Hold on. Can you oh. Explain that, please. 
<laughs> okay, well, I'm a fucking huge sci-fi nerd. Uh-huh. And RoboCop is one of my like top five all-time movies. If you haven't seen RoboCop, fuck you. Oh, no, I've seen, I've seen RoboCop. No, no I'm, I'm saying to whoever might be listening to this like a hundred <laughs> years from now, when when our our descendants are <laughs> able to awaken this up. <laughs> the, yeah, to awaken the internet from the ashes, they're able to like <laughs> cross over to the digital world and and see our Spotify conversation. <laughs> Watch RoboCop. Find a way. Loot loot the the ruins of Blockbuster if you can. <laughs> Hack into Netflix or something. You know. <laughs> Reawaken the servers and watch Netflix. I mean, watch watch RoboCop. <laughs> so, what um, is the RoboCop effect? I need to well, know. basically, um, filming that movie was a fucking disaster, okay. especially for Peter Weller, the actor, because he was trapped in this fucking suit. Didn't he fucking hate it or something? It, it, I don't know if he hated it, but it was it was a dreadful experience because it was this like tall beanpole of an actor um, who spent all this time rehearsing how to move in this suit and then they get the suit and it's it's even worse than they expected um, and it, it was getting to a point where like you know the deadlines had to be met and shit like that and, and it was this whole thing where um, he learned from this specific movie. I forget what it was, but he learned with this mime guy, Moni Yakin. Um, and he basically learned how to move in the suit and shit like that. Um, and they made the movie work fucking fantastically because it, it was, it was a labor of love and fucking Paul Verhoeven is a genius at satire. Um, so all those restrictions I, created exactly, this really those, cool movie. Yeah, yeah, like like gotcha. that, that kind of pressure cooker effect almost. I watched the. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, finish. No, no, get. Oh, I watched the thing for the first time. Ooh, uh, John guy. Carpenter. Carp- yeah, Carpenter with uh, Kurt, Russell. Kurt Russell. Okay, yeah. yes. I always fuck up his name. I always him, and uh, what is his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. The guy who was in, he was just in To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, Daniels was his last Jack Daniels? Jeff Daniels. Him and him, Jeff Daniels and Kurt Russell, their names mix up in my brain. So really? do their faces. So whenever I think Kurt Russell, sometimes I'll think Jeff Daniels, and I'm like, that's so not thought, that's not him. No, you no, thought no. Kurt Russell was in Dumb and Dumber or something? I've never <laughs> seen Dumb and Dumber, but yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've wow, seen I've I seen mean. I've seen uh I've seen I've seen it in passing and I've seen clips of it. Like I know they have that uh, that dog mobile. Because they were dog washers, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, they, they, I grew they, up on that movie. Nah, I'm never. I'm nope. Didn't see it. Wow, uh, that's incredible. I, there was a version with one of the Baldwin brothers, wasn't there? I don't know. I think there was. I think one of the Dumber and Dumbest one of like not the sequels, oh, but like okay. they, they like redid it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think, like their, it was like a prequel or some shit. Yeah, I yeah, watched yeah, it in yeah, like yeah. 2004. Yeah, you know, during the height of American culture. <laughs> But I didn't, I mean, I liked the thing and I thought I was, I thought I was okay, actually. I, I mean, I wanted more at the end of that. Like the last shot was like a really good shot, but I just wanted a little more. I wanted to find mm-hmm. out exactly I'm gonna what I'm going to be honest with you, bro. What? 
I'm going to be honest with you. I never saw it. You, I couldn't. I can't what? watch it. Why not? I can't. I, it's like the gross out stuff. Just like ugh, it makes me wretch gross. all the time. It's not that gross. Well, I mean, by like by like now standards, yeah. it would probably be like. Oh, it's, you know. it's definitely not, a, not it's not up to saw standards you feel me <laughs> right yeah like like the guy the guy's head turning into a spider that's like monday yeah you know <laughs> the regular fucking tuesday uh, bro you think that's bad i live in america all right <laughs> we got killer hornets uh yeah <laughs> what what about like but like in have you seen alien i've never seen that one either but i know that the image of like of the alien's mouth opening and another mini alien coming out of that. Does that freak you out too? No, no. Aliens is a little bit different for me for some reason. Um, but like, I've always been freaked out about alien with like the chest burster thing, like body horror always freaks me out. Huh? That's interesting. Um, That's interesting. We, are, yeah, we also yeah. watched uh, galaxy quest. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Man, Alan Rickman was a fucking gem in oh, that movie. Amazing. We watched documentaries on it. It was like we went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. We, it's yeah, it's fascinating. Amazing. It's so it's so fucking good. Yeah, that's how I feel about Robocop. Okay. Like they have tons of like making of documentaries of it, and it's such a fascinating movie. Nice. You have to watch the movie first because it's like, right, it, right. Right. It, it, I mean, I'll see I'll see if Christine wants to watch it uh sometime this next week. Go uh, for it. It is one of my favorite satires of all time. It will do that for sure. All right. I, I, I got a lot. Uh, thank you so much for, for talking to me again. Absolutely, man. This was a lot of fun, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Be safe. Uh, I'm I, we're trying. I'm trying to be safe and keep hope alive. Feel me? Yeah.